Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this week's episode, I'm joined by Chocolate's advisor, Serena Gibbons, to discuss farm safety this winter. Serena discusses extra challenges the recent cold snap poses and offers some practical tips to deal with and the need for caution around some routine tasks. With a lot of work conducted on farms and evenings, Serena highlights the importance of good yard lighting and why some jobs are better suited to daylight hours. We move on to talk about the need for added safety around machinery during the winter period, both for the operator and other individuals on the farm. Serena also highlights some aspects of safety in relation to road use that are particularly important at this stage of the season. Finally, we finish up with Serena discussing the importance of having your mobile phone on you and making others aware where you are while working alone this winter, should anything go wrong. We start off, however, with Serena discussing some recent data from the Chocolates National Farm Survey, highlighting the number and location of accidents that occur on farms. The recent National Farm Survey, just on a survey that was carried out in 2020, it you know it revealed that the four and a half thousand accidents on Irish farms, and they're kind of anything from you know spraining an ankle to breaking a leg to you know um, an eye injury, but that 58% of them happened within the farmyard and 29% of them in the farm buildings. So that you're looking at nearly 90% of the accidents happening around the farm or the farm buildings. So it's something I suppose that we we need to to alert farmers to because that's that's quite a high figure you know when you look at the statistics. So you know probably fair to say that we take a lot of the things we do on farms for granted but they do carry an inherent risk and it's probably the awareness and being cognizant of what that risk is is one of the big issues we're facing in farms. Yeah absolutely it's like everything in health and safety you know it's I suppose it's not that difficult, you know, it's things that you, you're probably very well aware of, but it's implementing them that, that seems to be the problem. And we're quite aware that a lot of accidents, you know, on farms is, is a result of human error. So I suppose it's to make to make farmers aware of those kind of risks that are there. Like the hazards will, will always be there, but it's about reducing the risk, you know, um, on your farmyard. So to bring them down to a, quite a low risk, because I suppose that's what's going to make it easier for yourself and others that work on the farm. So it's about just taking check of what's there on the farm at the minute. What maybe is the the sort of important risks that you need to reduce on your farm? A bit of preparedness always helps. Look, speaking of preparedness, the recent cold snap throws up its own challenges. And from a health and safety point of view, it does bring some inherent risks with it. What are a couple of things we can kind of do to reduce the risk during this cold snap? Yeah, like it's it's gone more seasonal weather now at the minute, all right. But there there could be more cold snaps or spells ahead of us, and it's better to be prepared for it now rather than, you know, when it comes and you're kind of you know at a very busy period and you're unsure of what to do. But I suppose one of the things is having a clear path around your farmyard. You know that you you inevitably you take the same path most of the time, but that it's a clear path, that there would be no water kind of leaks, that maybe there could be um, water or surface water that could be turned into ice and then the snow comes on top of it and the next thing it's a it's a slip hazard so having something like you know um a bin of de-ice and salt or even a bag of de-ice and salt around have it prepared in in advance of a cold snap so that you can shake it out around the yard so that the route that you go from a to b is clear and that you're not likely to slip or fall because it's having those preventative measures in place could could help avoid such an injury and any you know it's even water freezing up is it a is it a case that is it possible for you to insulate some pipes or maybe to avoid that moving water manually if a cold weather arrives? Probably does throw up a bit of extra strain and risk too on the electrical supply on the farms and you know potential breaks that could be there as well. Like it's, it's always important to be very careful and anything to do with that. 
Yeah, exactly. Just now to even check for wear and tear and extension leads or anything, you know, that lamin coming up, you could be plugging in infrared lights or water heaters or anything. These are things that maybe to have a check now before the lamin season kicks in and that all those are in good order before beforehand. Look, I suppose this goes without saying, but in any weather or conditions like this, trying to get as much work done or put off maybe major jobs in part-time cases the weekends during daylight hours is probably another good piece of advice to always go with. Yeah, like the days are very short now and a lot of farmers are working off farm. So they only have that kind of window in the morning and the evening to get jobs done. So, yeah, ideally daylight is 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 the time to do those kind of repair jobs. And even having good lights will dramatically improve the safety of the farm. So if it is a case that you have to do the work, you know, in the morning or the evening before you had to work, having good lights um, is, is hugely important and, and regular check of, of, of them as well. I think that's a good point. And look, when we talk about investments on farms, extra lights are in the yard and we have to be conscious that a lot of work is done in the evenings, particularly in part-time cases. It's not a major investment over a long period of time. And look, I know the cost of ESP is going up, but there are LED options there that are quite easy to run. It does make a big difference also, Serena, for that workplace. Yeah, absolutely. You never regret putting these improvements in place because it's always going to help the efficiency of your farm and make it a safer place for you to work. So definitely it's 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 worth the investment. Look, you threw it kind of stark figures at the beginning about the level of injuries. And a lot of these are likely, like a lot of them are happening in the farmyard, they're happening in farm buildings. A lot of them are likely tied up with some simple tasks around the farm, like feeding, um, whether it be bills, pits, whatever it is. What are the couple of things that we perhaps need to be a little bit more conscious of when we're talking about feeding stock during the winter or working around that farmyard. Yeah, like simple things like removing bales from a stack. If you think of when those bales went in, you know, they could have shifted their width during that period of time. So when you're removing any bales from a height, remove the upper row first and remove bales from the bottom or the middle of the stack, you know, can can lead to a kind of a dislodgement and a risk of being injured or, or falling them down. So you'd always remove from, from the top first. Um, even pulling back the silage pit cover again. One we mentioned, you know, ideally that you could do it during the day. It's a job that you know that there, there's a risk of a fall too. So be careful when pulling pulling the cover back. I suppose like a lot of that seems basic, but it's it's where some of these injuries occur. I suppose the other big thing, Serena, we're seeing a lot of machine work in yards. We know the family farms. There might be other individuals on the farm that does carry a bit of a risk as well, particularly during the winter period. Yeah, and it's something we, we bring up a lot at the health and safety courses is the, the idea of the blind spot. I suppose tractors are getting bigger now. And, you know, that the vision from around the 360 degrees, let's say, around the cab isn't as obvious anymore. So for the driver and those that are working on the ground, let's say, or maybe going out to, to contact somebody who's on the tractor, just to be mindful that the, the driver may not see you. And that the driver will usually be going in and out and using the same route in and out the passageway. So they're thinking on feeding the cattle. They're not thinking on anybody being um, around the yard. So just to be mindful of that blind spot. And there's a good thing that some farmers would say that even with children, that if they don't give them the thumbs up, they haven't seen them. So the child knows not to approach the tractor because the, the driver hasn't seen them. Like So, you know, have that, have that communication between yourselves and whoever isn't working around the yard or living in the house that, you know, that while you're out in the tractor, that it's it's not um, it's not always going to be the case that they can see you, see that the driver can see the person. So to, you know, have that have that conversation with with your family. I think it's a hugely important point because one of them routine tasks that look we, we sometimes overlook, but there is an inherent risk with it. Look, we're talking about machinery. 
general maintenance, making sure that their safety use, even things like the handbrake is working correctly on them, all that becomes very important during this time of year. Yeah, it does. And the tractor is, you know, it's one of those vehicles that's used every day now because of your, your feeding. But it's very important to make sure that the handbrake, like sometimes the handbrake is is, is perfect, but it's not used correctly. So to, to just be sure that the handbrake is used and there's a very simple test as well, just to check that the handbrake is operating properly. And that's to just put the put the tractor, put the handbrake on, put the tractor in gear and go to move forward. And if it stalls, then obviously your handbrake is working perfectly. If it doesn't and you move freely forward, then it's, it's definitely time to repair because a lot of um a lot of the time it's just a crush or a, a tractor slips forward and it's because the handbrake wasn't applied properly or it's not it's a faulty handbrake. So that's you know, it's a five minute test and it'd be very important to 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 just carry that out on all the tractors in the farmyard. And like when we think about that, if it's only a simple thing of putting on implements maybe on your own, that crush and it could turn into a very serious incident that doesn't need to happen. So look that that's hugely important. I suppose yeah. the other thing, Serena, this time of year we see a lot of tractors on roads at night and that you know the basics are lightening that and having a bit of care for other road users are another vital thing we need to check. Yeah, and it's something that's very easily done. You're maybe coming out from a yard and you had your spotlight on at the back and you turn out onto the road to head back to the main yard and you've forgotten to turn off the spotlight. That's incredibly dangerous for any car coming behind you because they can't they, they can't see um to pass out and it it has caused accidents in the past where it's blinded the person behind and they've gone to overtake and they've run into an oncoming car. So just be mindful of putting that light, the spotlight off at the back um, at this time of year. Look, I suppose just for me, one of the more final aspects of it, but it's as relevant. In terms of personal safety, like most, nearly everybody at this stage has a mobile phone on them. You're making others aware of where you're going, where you are, keeping that phone on you. Should Anton ever go wrong, um, hopefully if it did go wrong, you'd have an opportunity to call somebody. But if you didn't, that somebody at least is aware of where you go. Like we sometimes overlook some of that basic common sense approach to safety. Yeah, exactly, Karen. And it's very, it's a very good point. And just to let people know that you're you're heading off so that they're they have a kind of a general idea of what time you'll be back. And also to keep your mobile phone charged and not to be leaving it in the Jeep if you are heading up the fields or heading heading off, like to keep it with you. I think it's very important because it's it can can mean a, a big difference if you're able to contact somebody should you should you fall or something happens. So just in terms of some of the basics of um, a checklist, even for health and safety aspects, some more information on where's the best place to go? Yeah, there's lots of information on the Chagas website. You can click on to chagas.ie um, forward slash safety and you'll you'll see lots of kind of um, checklists, I say, around the farmyard and maybe do's and don'ts of how you can reduce the risks on your farms this winter. That's good. Serena, thanks very much for that. Timely, it's very important. It was good having you on today to give us that update. No problem, Ken. You're welcome. Okay, we're going to leave it there for this week's episode. I've included a link in the description of this podcast to the webpage, Serene Rose of on the channel's website. There's a host of very useful information on all aspects of farm safety on it. Something we certainly shouldn't take for granted, and we should all try and farm a little bit safer this winter. That's it for me for this episode. For updates on the sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and tune in to future episodes.